Hey, hello there. This is the African Scientist Podcast, the only place where African voices speak science. This is a sister channel to the African Scientist YouTube channel. So if you have not subscribed to that, please click on the link in the description to subscribe. Today we have a guest, a researcher, a virologist. She is highly, highly educated and conversant with this topic. And so we are going to talk about viruses, all kinds of viruses that affect us in Africa and what viruses are all about and answer a few questions here that I'm sure we all have. So, hello, uh, Dr. Caro. How are you? Hi there, Dr. Brian. I'm fine. I'm doing well. Uh, uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Maybe your name, where you come from, and what kind of work you do? Um, my name is Caroline Moliko from um, Kenya, but studying in China at the Institute of Pasteur, Shanghai. And I'm doing a PhD currently on molecular biology of viruses that affect human lives, which include chikungunya, dengue, which are well known to us. And some of them have even affected us, like in our country, back in Kenya, and generally in the whole world. Wow, this is amazing yeah. stuff. So, uh, can you tell us a little bit about what is a virus? Um, briefly, in uh, okay, the different viruses like okay, computer, what? But in biology, we know entities that are able to replicate inside the cells of its host, which in which the host could be us or animals. Yeah, so. That's a brief definition of a virus. Ah, okay. Uh, uh, I, I know many people are like scared of viruses. Should we be really that scared of viruses? Are all viruses harmful? Uh, what can you tell us about that? Um, not all viruses are harmful, but yeah, most, uh, most of them are. Like currently the one that's affecting the whole world, which is coronavirus. But uh, most of them... Uh, self-limiting like if you're infected it, you get a, a mild fever or eggs and it goes away after taking some painkillers but some of them might be dangerous like the yeah like i said SARS or influenza and they could cause a global pandemic mm, i see i see i uh, i have had some professors discuss and tell us that a virus cannot uh, technically be classified as a living thing because it cannot reproduce or do anything by itself. So from a virologist, can you tell us uh, if a virus is a living thing or not? <laughs> um, yeah, it's an interesting question. Yeah, because um, people ask that, like, does it is it a living thing or what? But we could say it's an obligate parasite because... It doesn't. It can't replicate on itself. It doesn't exist on itself. It has to depend on a human being or something living in order to replicate inside it. And also, it could. It's a non-living object because it could be crystallized or even at a very, very low temperatures and still remain active. So, we can't really classify it as living or non-living. Wow, very, very interesting answer. <laughs> so do uh, because uh, viruses are obligate parasites, do they um, eat or ingest any kind of material or how exactly do they uh, perform their replication and how exactly do they survive and live on other cells? 
um they do not eat any food you know like human beings or anything living but they make they replicate or multiply numbers inside living cells which are called hosts and and the viruses attack these host cells and make more copies and these more copies can be able to spread from one host to another and the the cycle goes on over and over again so they need uh, they need living organisms which they called hosts but without anything living they cannot grow or yeah so they do not eat they just replicate and multiply in numbers by attacking the cells in the body of living organisms i i see i see uh, uh is is there a difference between a virus and a bacteria because i think many people when they think about microbes they just think that all those little microscopic things are kind of the same is there a difference that you can tell us between a virus and a bacteria mm, bacteria are commonly known to us because yeah like we are told to use disinfectants wash your hands you know such things but for and and uh, yeah they come to us like when you eat uh bad food or you we don't take uh boiled water you know you get something like cholera then common known to us but for viruses yeah they they are different they they're, they're not common to us yes but it's funny that they outnumber bacteria by you know 10 to 1 but not so many people know about this and they also uh for bacteria we all know you treat using antibiotics you know and you get well but for for viruses they're more uh it's hard to treat them so you need something like antivirals like different double combination or triple combination of antivirals and vaccines that's why when we are born we're given a quite number of doses to protect us from different vaccines uh different viruses so they are a lot more serious as compared to bacteria and yeah examples of the you know uh viruses include maybe the corona one we know aids um influenza zika virus and yeah mm, i see i see uh, uh i i i think many times when people think about viruses they just think about the viruses that infect or affect human beings are there viruses that affect other animals or maybe plants i don't know something like that yeah um uh, the virus the viruses that affect plants and uh yeah like potatoes cassava in the farms whereby the plants just die or uh turn into different colors causing uh aflatoxins and then we have we have um uh, uh, viruses that affecting animals like rift valley fever which is quite common to us and in our country in kenya and yeah so but those are not the the for plants they cause you know quite big losses in the in the farm industry and also for the animals they could cause the death and abortion in animals yeah so uh, generally the viruses are quite detrimental ah, i see i see uh, uh speaking of all the dangers that viruses cause Uh, in your opinion as a researcher what are the viruses that are of great concern to africa that maybe people are not really talking about you know i know everyone is talking about the whole uh, situation the pandemic situation but what are other viruses that people are not talking about that we should really be looking into uh to start with for yellow fever it's it's been circulating for a long time ago and 
people are vaccinated but mostly this priority is given to guys who are traveling but i think it should also be given to the natives to protect them because who knows it could be circulating and for other countries maybe uh ebola is the one that uh on the news you know and lots of viruses and different viruses but also these people should be aware of this you know and protect themselves from mosquitoes they should be also aware that um yeah protecting them from the harmful mosquitoes that could affect them could could transmit to them these specific viruses oh wow uh, so uh, the mosquitoes can also transmit some viruses can you tell us a little bit more about that uh there are specific one because people know that of course uh, generally that ah mosquito will cause malaria you know this this but there are specific ones like aedes which can cause the spread the uh, viruses like the dengue and chikungunya which have spread uh, have had some cases of in Kenya and Tanzania you know so people should be aware of this maybe clear the forested areas avoid marshy areas like that and put on the nets when they sleep at night uh i see i see so uh you you are speaking about some ways to protect ourselves uh mm-hmm. can you give uh maybe at least some more advice on how they can protect themselves from these viruses that cause disease mm, the the major one is by getting vaccinated but you know the vaccines are quite limited maybe most of them are not really uh like for most of the viruses there's no specific vaccine so i wish there could be that you know for every virus so that everyone gets the vaccine but no so the most most effective way to protect yourself from this virus is by um surveillance uh avoiding the you know places which can which are breeding sites for mosquitoes you know and if you have any fever maybe you can go to the hospital and check what's happening maybe it could be the virus which could be given some um some uh effective some drugs that can bring down the fever or different symptoms of the virus because you can you can't really treat the virus you just get immunity towards it yeah but they want yeah most of the viruses oh. are quite mm-hmm. You don't really die of them. You just they infect you and you're immune uh, to them. I see, I see. So uh what what you're telling us is that uh the medications that can be given uh against viruses don't necessarily attack the virus or um how exactly do medications uh affect the virus uh and help us to get better? <laughs> in real sense you cannot treat a virus you know it can't go away so you just um, you just they treat the symptoms of the virus like fever headache uh, joint aches yes for something like onyongnyong uh, that affected Tanzania and chikungunya which affects the joints uh-huh. people are given painkillers to relieve the pain yeah but really then they you know the, the mostly the patients just recover by themselves in a week or two I see. Uh, uh, I I I I had you also talk about mention something about uh uh vaccines. Uh so there's been this interesting new development in the world of vaccines recently about the mRNA vaccines. Do do you think these vaccines could hold the key to solving the 
I don't know, the virus problems in the world? Yeah, actually there are many, quite a, many ways of making a vaccine. And yeah, uh-huh. one of those is the mRNA. Because, uh, uh-huh. yeah, it could also be effective. Most of them have been used that. And other ways include maybe attenuating the virus using low doses or killed, you know, like um, inactivated virus itself to make mm-hmm. the vaccine, which is the most common used to t- to treat us, to make the, I mean, to make, to design most of the vaccines. So, yeah. It's possible to use that to use the mRNAs, but the most one is the inactivated form of the virus itself. Yeah, I see. Yeah. I see. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, uh, you, uh, you as a, a virus uh, researcher, what would you tell us is something interesting about viruses that maybe uh, many people have never heard about, or something interesting about your own research that is interesting but many people have never heard about viruses? Hmm. Wow. Um, okay, uh, maybe fun fact that we could have been infected by several viruses and have never known about it. Why? Because our body immunities are very strong, you know. So, yeah. So we should we should be thankful to our immune system. It protects us from many, you know, many pathogens. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so, uh, as, as we wind up, uh, maybe I can just ask you to tell us uh, a final message, something you'd like us to remember about viruses or staying safe from them. Okay. So uh, currently. Uh, a virus is the one that's affecting or threatening our lives in the whole world for two years now. So the important thing is we should uh, get vaccinated, wear masks, follow the rules, wash the you know the social distance, washing our hands, and stay safe. And in all this, we can we can solve the problem of the virus and keep each other safe. Wow, thank you so much. Dr. Caro has been our first guest at the African Scientist Podcast. And I would like to thank her so much for taking the time out of her busy schedule to, yeah, to give us this educational talk. We really appreciate it. If you'd like to know more about the African Scientist, please visit our Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook page. They are all called the African Scientist. And hey, This is a sister channel to our YouTube channel called The African Scientist. Please go there and subscribe. And as always, this is The African Scientist Podcast, the only place where African voices speak science.